Good morning and welcome again to Words of Hope. I'm Mark Yoder, grateful again for this opportunity to spend some time with you this morning, especially on this Christmas day. When I think again of what this day represents to our world, the greatest gift that could possibly have been given, as once again we declare to you that God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. What a great privilege it is on this Christmas day to think again of the wonderful message. When I was a boy growing up, many times we would be reminded during the Christmas season, don't miss the real meaning of Christmas. And so we share that thought with you again today. Be sure and certain in your own heart that Christmas is not just about gifts and getting what you want and trying to get the perfect gift for somebody else. Christmas is remembering the great gift that was given to us. On this Christmas Day, I urge you to remember again the real meaning of Christmas. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. When I was a boy growing up um, on the dairy farm there in Greenwood, One of the things, we grew up thinking we were poor. As I look back, we probably weren't so poor, but our gifts were not extravagant. Usually something to wear, something that maybe we had asked for a long time. Occasionally we'd get something extra special. I remember one Christmas as a 15-year-old wanting a new milker uh, to speed up the milking process and my excitement that day. And I compare that sometimes these days to the presents that people get. But in through all of those experiences as a child and, and with delightful memories, good memories, one thing that always happened in our home growing up was a focus on the real meaning of Christmas, that Jesus came. Before we opened gifts, we would always have, Dad would always read the Christmas story. And sometimes it seemed it got long He'd usually end that with a long prayer as well. And what's kind of interesting to me is we, as I established my home and my siblings established their homes, sometimes our folks would be invited to join us for Christmas. And that tradition continued through uh, our, into our grandchildren. They would remember Christmas with long reading of the Christmas story as well as a long prayer from my dad. So in honor of that today, I want to share the Christmas story with you today in a very simple reading of Luke 2 and the message that I believe brings liberty and freedom to the world. We've had today brother to brother here in our studio. They've sung and recorded some songs for you. Brother to Brother is a quartet made up of my son Chris and Austin Embleton, John Warfel, and Kevin Yoder, uh, men from our Mennonite community there in Greenwood. And I hope you enjoy the songs they sing this morning. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven 
Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ, while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his and wonders love, of his and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love said I'd be reading from Luke 2 this morning, but the background to Luke 2 begins in Luke chapter 1. The Bible says that in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, there was a certain priest named Zacharias. He was uh, serving there in the temple. He and his wife, Elizabeth, had no children, even though they were well advanced in years. The angel Gabriel came there to Zechariah and told him that his prayers for a child had been heard and that he and Elizabeth would have a son. And this son would be John the Baptist, the forerunner of Jesus, the one who would prepare the way of the Lord. And many of you know that story. John the Baptist <clears throat> was the one that declared that Jesus is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And, and he called a nation to repentance and preparation for Jesus. Six months after the angel Gabriel came to Zechariah, he visited a city in Galilee named Nazareth. He 
visited a virgin named Mary who was engaged to be married to Joseph. His words to Mary were, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. When Mary saw him, she was troubled at his sayings. Consider what manner of greeting this was. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her womb, in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her, who was called barren, for with God nothing will be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And then the angel departed from her. A couple little things I point out in this passage. Sometimes people try to say that, People in the day of Jesus didn't know any better. They weren't scientific. But obviously, the very first question that Mary asked when she was told she would be with child was, how can it be since I've never been with a man? They certainly knew the facts of life. And I would tell you again today that the message of the virgin birth is not one that we can go back and test and prove. But I love the simplicity of how this is shared and the certainty with which it is given. And I especially appreciate the word that Mary said, that the angel said, for with God, nothing will be impossible. Many people will argue with things from a logical standpoint, forgetting the almighty power of God. Right after Mary had the word from the angel and the message of this baby to be born, she went quickly to Elizabeth. And we read there how when Mary entered the presence of Elizabeth, John the Baptist in the womb leaped with joy, it says. And there is a great song there, message that Elizabeth spoke in regards to both Mary and Jesus. I would point out that for 400 years, God had been pretty much quiet very little activity happening in the nation of Israel. And then there's a flurry of activity as God begins to come and proclaim the coming of the Messiah. And that is the background then to this story that we read in Luke chapter 2. It came to pass in those days, the Bible says, that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed or registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria, and so all went to be registered, every one to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. 
And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Now there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid, or greatly afraid. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. And so it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let's go now to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this, this child. And all those who heard it marveled at the, those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. As I finish reading that passage of Scripture, my mind goes back to many a Christmas with us when we were young, but then later when my own children were there and Dad and Mom would be at the house. <clears throat> We'd be in a circle there in the living room. Presents would be awaiting Children, I'm sure, had not really listened very well uh, to that whole story. And then many times after that, we would, my dad would pray. And even in his prayer, call us to remember the amazing gift of Jesus. And I want to do that to you today. Those of you that are listening, some of you are probably on your way to a Christmas celebration. Um, some of you are... Uh, probably already having children, wanting their presence. And I would just urge you again today not, not to hasten too quickly past this story. Think of this as though you were listening for the first time and hearing the amazing message that God became flesh in a supernatural act of God and in a mystery that we don't understand. And by the way, I highly encourage people to begin to accept mystery in this life and appreciate it. There are things we'll never understand. There are things we'll never be able to explain. But don't let the mystery of it cause you to miss the incredible message that's here. I say it often. I've said it often here already. If you miss Jesus, you miss everything. If you find him, you find everything that is important. And on this Christmas Day... Don't miss Jesus. People sometimes <clears throat> wonder, how do you receive this gift? Sometimes I think it, even that is a mystery. And I tell people over and over, I am so grateful that 
receiving the gift of salvation and forgiveness through Jesus doesn't involve paying money. It doesn't involve making some big trip. It doesn't involve a level of education. The Bible says clearly that you are saved by grace through faith, that not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We tell people over and over that every other religion of the world is about doing enough for God, to be satisfying to God. Uh, it's interesting, the Muslims originally started out saying they should pray 500 times a day. That was too much. They lowered it to 50 and eventually to five times a day. And again, they're very sincere, and I appreciate many of them. But I think often of what it would be like to try to work and work to be good enough to be accepted by God. And I remind us again today, the message of Christianity is that God came to our rescue. He sent his son, the Lord Jesus, to die for our sins. And at this Christmas season, what a great time for you to reach out and receive that forgiveness and grace. I cannot think of a better gift. And I cannot think of a more important decision that anybody could make than taking that which is freely offered and making it your own at this Christmas season, particularly this very day. Let's listen to a few more songs from Brother to Brother, and I'll be back with some final comments after that. Thrill of hope, the weary world. Re- 
for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall, fall on your knees, your knees, oh hear, oh hear the angel voices, oh night When Christ was born, oh, night divine, oh, night, oh, night divine. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love, and his gospel is peace. Chain shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus raise we let all within us praise his holy name christ yes christ is the lord the lord we praise we praise his name forever his Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem. 
Look over yonder and see the wise men on a journey they travel afar. Look over yonder and see the wise men led to Bethlehem by a star. Going to Bethlehem, see that baby. Going to Bethlehem, see that child. Going to Bethlehem, see that baby. Going to Bethlehem, gonna take her. Going to Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem. Look over yonder and see the shepherds watching over their flocks by night. Look over yonder and see the shepherds by the light of a star so bright. Going to Bethlehem, see that baby. Going to Bethlehem, see that child. Going to Bethlehem, see that baby. Going to Bethlehem, gonna take a going to Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem. I'm gonna sing, sing heavenly melodies when I see that child. Sing, sing heavenly melodies when I see that child. Shout, shout, hallelujah when I see that child. Shout, shout, hallelujah when I see that child. Oh, going to Bethlehem, see that baby. Going to Bethlehem, see that child. Going to Bethlehem, see that baby. Going to Bethlehem, gonna take a going to Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem. Look over yonder and see the angels from the heavens they come to earth. Look over yonder and see the angels singing praise of a baby's birth. Going to Bethlehem, see that baby. Going to Bethlehem, see that child. Going to Bethlehem, see that baby. Going to Bethlehem, gonna take a going to Bethlehem, 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 see that baby. Going to Bethlehem, see that child. Going to Bethlehem, see that baby. Going to Bethlehem. Gonna take a walk. Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem. Going to Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem. To see that. Going to Bethlehem, going to Bethlehem. Going to see that child. My goal today has been just to again tell us the Christmas story as much as possible in the words of Scripture, not deviating a lot from that. This morning as I was getting ready to come down to record, my wife said, remember to focus on Jesus. And I said, that's a good word. It's not about me. It's not about a church. It's not about a denomination. This day is about Jesus, the one who came and gave his life for us. There's a song that says, I love to tell the story. It goes on to say, those that know it best, love it the most. I would agree with that today. The more I live in this amazing grace, the more I understand what it is to be forgiven, the more I am conscious and aware that my eternity is secure and safe through Jesus, the more I love the story. And I would pray again today that everyone listening to me today, anyone who hears this message, would be again in awe of our amazing Jesus. This whole message, 
this story of how God became flesh, how he dwelt among men and lived, taught, and then went to the cross and died and gave his life for us and then rose again so that we could live forever, to me is just, I never get done being amazed at this incredible story. And I invite you again today to join millions in this world in a decision to be surrendered and to put your faith in Jesus as the Savior. Our next broadcast will be on New Year's Day, and I I invite you back to listen again to Words of Hope here on WBOC. Have a blessed week and a great celebration of this Christmas season. Well, it's a great, great morning, your first day in heaven, when you stroll down the Golden Avenue. There were mansions left and right, and you're thrilled at every side, and the saints are always smiling, saying hi. It's a great, great morning, your first day in heaven, when you realize your worrying days are through. You'll be glad you were not idle, took time to read your Bible. It's a great, great morning for you, for you. I had a dream, and I confess I hated to awaken. I thought I was an angel at the red pearly gates. St. Peter said, why, hello there, where have you been? We've got your mansion ready, so come right in. And it rang for an angel to act as a guide. And he spread his wings a time or two and learned how to fly. Well, it's a great morning, that first day in heaven. Strolling down that golden avenue. Mansions left and right, you thrill at every side, and the saints are always smiling. Gonna keep you smiling on that great, great morning when you get to heaven and you're telling all your worries goodbye, goodbye. Open the gate, well, I can hardly wait for that great, blessed morning. Gonna go and fly, I'm ready for that sweet by and by.